Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight, Mo Chocolate is Crashing Game Night with us. I welcome in my co-host, as always, Gerard Brewer, as well as our version of Napoleon, Theo Wolski. How's everyone doing tonight? Good evening, you Hello, my fellow gamers, comic book readers, and all-around nerds. Thank you for joining us. Mo, thank you for joining us. Oh, for Pedro. God. <laughs> so for, Mo's how uh, how's life back in Ohio now? Well, before before I delve uh, divulge into that, I want the viewers to know that as Matt um, stated, I am back in Ohio, so I'm back to living with the folks, and therefore they're sleeping right now. It's right now nine twelve in uh, Ohio, so this is me whispering right now. But apparently, I'm okay. <laughs> Um, that's how loud my voice is. If I was talking in my normal speaking voice, y'all would probably have to turn your your volume down. Is that freaking loud? <laughs> but yeah, I've been in Ohio now for the past, I think, three weeks. It was yeah. kind of a nightmare getting here. My plane had lots of turbulence. And when I get here, the snow welcomes me like, yep, it just happens to be snowing the day I come back. Like one big middle finger to me. Like, this is why I left. Yep. Well, you know, Theo's been dealing with that all week, you know, fun stuff. Prop, props to you, man. And and yeah, for, for the viewers who don't know, I lived in Las Vegas for like four years. I moved there to get away from Ohio. That is such a culture shock. Go from <laughs> that climate in Ohio to, to Vegas, now back. I, tra- I, traded, I traded casinos for cornfields, pretty much. <laughs> so it's just like my in in Vegas where it rarely snows. It's normally sunshine. It's one exciting city. To back here where it's just dull and boring. But hey, we have we have Waffle House. We have Waffle House. <laughs> does not have those in Vegas. Vegas does not have Waffle House. Oh wow, dude, they're out even in Colorado. God damn. So, so I've just been. Find trying to find a, a new job. I'm right now doing a lift still. I'm trying to find a warehouse job. And when that's established, I'm going to go back to teaching Zumba as a job. See, you missed you missed yeah, doing Zumba. that. I remember you used to post all sorts of stuff on that. So from like um, 2000 from 2012 to 2013, I was a Zumba instructor in Columbus, and I lost a fuck ton of weights. And then. And all right back doing lift. <laughs> so I so I think I speak for everyone when I say I'm looking forward to having a job where I shake my ass for money. Yeah. Well, shouldn't you just get on with Ubi then for Desh Dance? I should, I should, but I just uh, I told them they actually offered me a free pass to E3 for this year, last year. But I was like, now nah, why did you take it? I was just like, I, ha- I have no interest. Ah. Uh. There's gonna be. I think there's gonna be good E3. There's always interest. I should have some like, amount of interest. I should have done a giveaway. That's what I should have done. But all five years, they were my one way of getting into E3. Mm. But they told me if I ever changed my mind, the opportunity will still be there. Dude, take it, Mo. We're gonna be there. We're gonna do a podcast oh, yeah. with Diddy and J Tight. I definitely yeah. don't don't have the money now to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, we've, we've certainly found ways to yeah. get the industry pass. I mean, yes. I'm going under no. the skies of a bank, so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I went under the skies of IBM. So <laughs> maybe. But uh, so before we break into you know some of our news and stuff like that, so you know for our listeners, let's give a look into Mo's world since uh, last time we had him on, it was the the test reunion. So mm-hmm. it was. You know, in some ways lost in the shuffle because we had, you know, J-Tite and Sky Diddy, who are personalities in themselves. 
Um, <laughs> so Mo was uh, part of season two. Um, season two. You know, Team along two. with two. Uh, the winner uh, gamer and uh, Scooter was on there. Cheska, uh, Big Physique. Um, Samurai, Mo, you made a you made a final four, right? The final. Do you guys still remember the song I sang? No, I do remember, not top remember four, this song. Top four, not two, not three, not four. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. When you're walking in the, the house after <laughs> While they're all um, conspiring against me in the next room. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the, as anybody who's seen the, the tester, they know on, on that quiz section, they, they pretty they pretty much took it to you. I will admit that's the one scene I don't really like watching, but... Then after that, I tap danced my way out. So that was a grand. I I think I think I had the best exit. I would think that the one that you're known for is those (laughs) tap shoes, man. I would do it. I would think the episode you'd hate the most is the uh, the fat princess one. (sighs) You have to bring that up, man. You always had to bring that up. Oh my god. (laughs) So fucking embarrassing. (laughs) It's funny as hell, but super embarrassing. I mean, it was TV gold. It was. I, I I somehow thought a rock was a crown. I I don't know. It was stupid. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but I mean, we, over, we, go, we go from me me being the reason why we lost to me being the reason. Uh oh, did we lose Mo? I think so. There goes Mo. Mo just froze. No Mo we'll chocolate. Him, we'll we'll give Mo here a second to try and come yeah. back for our. Uh, podcast here all right now that we've got mo back on our podcast here um you know we always have some technical difficulties sometimes when we have our guests on from all over the country so um mo you were just talking about kind of like you know going from being the reason you lost to being the reason you guys won um you know so what was it like doing the the cart racing and just seeing all those marshmallows because that looked rough it was scary. I, I I was scared because they said that the food on the first row was going to be difficult. So I thought it would be it would be something disgusting, like I don't know, camel penises or 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 Canadian urine, something just completely gross. So I was just like I was preparing myself for something just fear factor level of disgusting, mm-hmm. and I go to it, and lo and behold, it's marshmallows. <laughs> So and the thing is, I, I I was hungry that day. I did, I did not eat breakfast, so I was going to eat it faster. And I remember I wasn't even chewing; I was just shoving them down my throat. Because thankfully, marshmallows dissolve in your in your throat when you eat them. So I just I ate them, then I zoomed away, and I got in the car. My heart was racing so freaking fast. I was like, "Don't mess up! Don't mess up!" And then our team was victorious. <laughs> so at the end of that episode, a lot of people remember um, the confrontation uh, with Big Physique. Oh boy! <laughs> um, so and I know you, we kind of touched about it, you know, on the the tester reunion. Um, but I really want to get your take on that because I know you were kind of that one voice that was saying, "Hey guys, just leave her alone," you know, stop stop messing with her and stuff like that. So um, how how was it with him in the house leading up to that point? Um, and and what made you guys finally just get to that point that it's like, okay, enough is enough. We've regardless, we got to just get him out. 
Well, it's funny because like the first day, like everybody else, we were all happy and just excited to be there. And then by the second day, no, it was before the end of the day. He told me like in private while we were in the kitchen, dude, I'm going to be the villain. I'm like, what? He said, I'm going to be the villain to get the show more views. I'm just like, okay, whatever. If you act like the villain, we will treat you like the villain. Just saying. And I remember the first altercation he got with War Princess when he was when they were going back and forth. I told him after that, like, stop, man, just be more nicer, please. He said, okay, apply. Then a few days later, he tries to provoke her. <laughs> after he lost. That's the kind of guy that he is, just for views. Because the thing is, a lot of people think he was an actor that Sony hired to be on the show because he, he was in other projects that, that, that they found online. And I keep telling people, no, that's not the case. He made the, con he made the conscious decision himself, this grown-ass 30-some-year-old man, to be, the, to be the villain for no fucking reason. So it was, that, to me, was just like the last straw. When he just, when we won the challenge and just for the hell of it, this girl's over here crying, you want to provoke her? Like in real life, we don't get along. I haven't seen him in, in these past 10 years. If I do see him, I'm looking, I'm walking right away, right away from him because I have, I have zero respect for you. Even, even when season three was announced, he made a video on his YouTube channel saying he's in charge. He's in charge of casting. He will be the judge. Still lying. Still being stupid. So You're kidding me. I need that to go is, find that video now. I gotta find that too. That is very interesting. So, so. Many, I, I contacted my friends who work for like the tester, and I sent them the video, and they said we'll take care of it. And then and the video is now had now has been taken down. Oh bummer. The reality TV show. Yeah. Like he he lies. He's he is the Donald Trump of of the tester. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wow. wow. All right. So let's let's move into the news, because I know one of the reasons we, we brought you on is because you are the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan that I know. The you biggest. Know. I'll show um, you. I know the viewers can't see, but I'll show y'all. Here's the box. The box. Oof. Oh, the PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. PS4 limited edition. There you go. Yeah, you're lucky you got it too because GameStop oversold them too. So, oh, did um, they? Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah. They oversold it and they basically just randomly canceled pe uh, people's uh, pre-orders for it, and, and then I just sent them, "Hey, oh wow, go. yeah." It was it was a bad move. So um, bad from that. Now I'm getting flashbacks of people being dragged off of planes for overbooking seats. Never. <laughs> 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 so. I want to say, you know, to all of those that are, are listening on our podcast that have now taken a peek at our podcast be, uh, off of our new Apple News channel. Um, our, you know, it is, it is fantastic. So for those people that are now just listening to us for the first time, I want to say welcome um, to the shenanigans that is Crashing Game Night. Um, we hope that you guys like our podcast. Start subscribing to it. Definitely keep reading those articles um, through our Apple News channel. Um, it, it's fantastic. So um, the first real big news I want to talk about is from the movie side, we have Marvel has announced that the MCU is for phases one, two, and three is now going to be called Infinity Saga. 
it's about time they put a name to it. You know, and, and it's uh, I, I think so, too, with uh, but but that that's kind of the road that that they've always been been going this entire time. Once once they initiated the first phase and then the second phase, I think finally they're able to give it a title, which um, kind of culminates the whole the whole oh, 10 years, which is which. Yeah, I mean, this has been just an amazing yep. 10 plus years with all of these movies congruently like wrapping together. And now we have Endgame that's going to end this whole saga and, uh, and hopefully to see what's, uh, what's to come. I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what the next move is. But, but then again, Marvel did say that they're going to be taking some time, which I'm mm-hmm. thinking that they're going to be, you know, strategizing and, and uh, forming their, their next plan. Did you see that the Russo brothers came out and said that that trailer, some of it's fake? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. Because, yeah, because same with the uh, Infinity War. Like some, yeah. some of the footage from Infinity War was fake. Yep. I'm all, which is good because I don't want, I don't want any spoilers. And I don't, and, and especially all the, all of those YouTubers who, uh, uh, who, who dissect the, the trailers. Yeah. It's just to keep uh, them speculating just, the entire yeah. time. Yeah. So I like I'm, I'm happy movie. with that. So I have a, I've only seen the teaser. I'm seeing no trailers at all. <laughs> that's that's a good way to go too. So, I mean, that is a really not, good at, way to at go. At this point, you don't even really need a trailer to go see it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Here's now, what I think is going to happen after Endgame. Here's what I think. I think now that Disney owns 20th Century Fox with. Fantastic Four and X-Men, I yep. think the next phase will be integrating them and telling their story, which I'm super well, pumped for. It's funny you bring that up, Mo, is because um, there's a rumor going around right now is that they're saying that the mm-hmm. Infinity Stones are going to lead to the creation of mutants. Oh. And to go also, even gonna... further to that, um, there ever since Infinity War, uh, a lot of people have been speculating – pictures of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine possibly making a cameo. Well, he's been was a Hugh Jackman. I mean, he refuses to he said that he was done with the He Wolverine did say he was anyway. done, but the one thing he he's always said, he's always wanted to be a part of the MCU, which he yep. said like if I was to ever come back or if I was ever to do another movie, I I want to be with the Avengers, with Downey Jr., like he was like, I want to be part yeah. of that. I'm uh, for and me. For I'm he said for me, I'm done with mm-hmm. the singular movies. Mm-hmm. But if I can be part of that, I would consider coming back. So well, and the thing it. is, inst- on Instagram a couple months ago, he was tweeting like and Twitter, uh, Twitter. He was tweeting out, posting pictures of an insane workout where he was getting ripped. Yeah, yeah. and. Given his slate on IMDb, you know he doesn't he doesn't need to be getting that Wolverine ripped for the roles that he's going to be playing. So once again, another like interesting speculation. I'm really hoping he, uh, you know that that comes into fruition. I heard rumors that Doctor Doom will be teased at the end of Endgame. Oh, I I heard that rumor too. 
mean, since Marvel Disney Marvel got the rights from Fox, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to mm-hmm. see because I mean, I'm sure there's going to be another reboot of Fantastic Four. You're going to yep. see Doctor Doom. You're going to see another re- uh, some changes to X Men and everything. So mm-hmm. I could see that happening. But te- yeah. technically, if they if they did want to shake it up a bit, Doctor Doom is is in X Men, Avengers, Silver Surfer. Yeah. You yeah. know, Fantastic Four, and he is—he could be the next Thanos as like the yeah. big bad, which would be really interesting too. Because they, you know, the comics have Doctor Doom going all sorts of ways in like time travel, you know, taking over the world, yeah. saving the world. So uh, it, they can be very playful with that character he as a villain. At one point in the comics, <clears throat> so it would be interesting, yeah. Yep. So the one thing that we can uh, no longer need to speculate on that we can be excited for, which, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, I've never seen this, so he wouldn't understand going to the Piggly Wiggly is <laughs> I mean, head do you really have music. to out me to everybody <laughs> right now? Yes. Like, you, I mean, you sent us the notification. I mean, like, I can I, still be like a partial fan and still be excited for Bill and Ted. Partial even fan, if you've I never seen it. Still Whatever. <laughs> you're, but you're a Keanu fan. But that, that's I totally am a Keanu fun. fan. I, well, I, welcome. But you got to see the other movies, though, because you have like once you see the movies, you'll understand where. Matt and I and all the other fans, like, we are getting a third movie. Yes. The, the Wild Stallions ride what? again. <laughs> and what's even better is, like, the video of, of Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, they did it in front of the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Which is and like, they're like, hey, we will never play here. But we've <laughs> got an announcement. Um, yeah. And honestly, is the whole reason we're getting this movie is because of the fans. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to put up the studio didn't want to put up the movie or the money for the movie. And it was, they did kind of like an online poll of, Hey, if we do this, would you go see it? And there were so many responses to it. It forced the studio's hand to finally say, yes, we need to finance it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for officially excluding me from that community. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if you just go watch the movie, I mean, come on, if at least for anything, watch it for George Carlin. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Hollywood learned that nostalgia is big right now. A lot of these games and TV shows coming back, better, bigger and better than ever. That's the thing. Nostalgia is big right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and and speaking of nostalgia right now is, you know, we've got a couple of things going on with like um, Konami celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. I mean, think about wow. that Konami 50 years. That's amazing. In the arcade gaming, mm-hmm. you know, Plinko chip thing over in Japan, um, they announced three collections um, <laughs> to to celebrate that. So on April 18th, we're getting, they're doing an arcade classics, which is going to be haunted galaxy or haunted castle, Ajax, Gradius, Gradius Two, life force, Thundercross, scramble and twin B. So, I mean, the only games that even ring true to me from the arcade is Gradius one and two. Um, now the other two collections though, which are, are even bigger in my opinion is you've got Contra, which is going to come out in the summer. 
which is going to have the original arcade Contra, uh, Super C, which was the Nintendo one, um, and Contra 3, which was the Super Nintendo Contra, which yeah. I can remember sitting around with my friends playing that with their big um, NES Advantage joystick controller. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they announced a Castlevania collection. Ooh. Which is going to be one, two, three, and four. Which I'm sorry, I will I will pay the twenty dollars just so I can play Super Castlevania Four on my Switch. Sweet. <laughs> Since Nintendo doesn't want to do a virtual console, I will go to Konami for it. <laughs> you know. Um, so. No Metal Gear collection. That is, yeah. There's a Castlevania, the Castlevania Contra, and the arcade classics all to celebrate their fiftieth anniversary which i didn't realize konami was around for 50 years no i didn't know yeah, that. you know that's, so that's, that's that's pretty huge really impressive um, yeah. so but nintendo well and then with nintendo too is you've got um they announced uh they had their big uh nindies as they called it their nindy showcase uh, yeah and they New interesting games uh, some interesting games you know there's the yeah. new double fine game rad which looks pretty cool um but the big two announcements that were in that were not only is Cuphead coming Cuphead. to the Switch next month, which I really want to play that. And the fact that it was only a Xbox exclusive kind of sucks. Um, yeah, it's on we PC, too. It's on PC. Okay, Master Race, go to your corner and go play your PC in Destiny. Um, <laughs> That's right. <Come> on now. <laughs> um, but also, it was... Hey. It was officially announced as part of the video that Castle Crashers is indeed coming to the Switch. That's good. So I will be picking that up as well. Um, oh, man. I feel it's like your subtotal is getting pretty high over there, man. Dude, don't even. <laughs> my wallet is starting to scream with everything that needs to get picked up. I'm doing okay. I, I only have days gone to, to be ready for. Oh, I have Days Gone, Cuphead. But I, but I have the collector's edition, so I'm getting that statue. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Microsoft is going down the uh, dev- the uh, development only side. The fact that they're now like really stressing this ga- games you can play on any console, any device thing. I feel like that's just them saying we're done with consoles now. Well, that's a good. I mean, that's a good segue into one of the things we want to talk about here. Mo. Um, so let's talk. Uh, let's let's touch base on the the Project X Cloud, which they want to bring to, you know, any device. So laptop, tablet, phone, um, and the Switch. So I want to yeah. highlight them bringing it to the Switch, um, because Phil Spencer is really driving for that whole everybody can play no matter what you're what you're on. Um, and I think I think that's a good metric for them because honestly the xbox is, has been struggling you know xbox one has struggled quite a bit they're bringing Damn. out um the new xbox all digital version um the xbox one s i don't remember what the actual official name of it is but that's supposed to be going on pre-order next month um you know they're going to have two new console announcements at e3 um which is what everyone's talking about because Phil Spencer said they're, they're going big at E3, which means we're going to see probably the new consoles. We're probably going to get more news on project X cloud and when you can start being, the you know, doing beta testing and all that on it. Um, but it's going to have 
It's going to have a tough going because now Google announced uh, Stadia this week. And that is their cloud streaming um, service that they are going PC, um, tablet, phone, and TV. Now, if you do the TV, it's going to be on Chromecast. You have to have a Chromecast. You're going to need at least 25 megabits per second required for 4K gaming. Um how do you guys feel about game streaming? I know we talked about it with some uh, a little bit with Paul Roshinsky. Um, I share his opinion on that um, as far as from a, a latency perspective, especially with driving games. Um, but how do you guys feel about that? I don't like it. Honestly, because I, I tried playing games where you need a good internet and you're basically playing games through the cloud or whatever. The latency is bad. I with, with with PlayStation now I tried that and there's like a two second delay, which is very bad. I want them to emulate the game, not play the games through online. Like I don't want to play like that's not. I don't feel that's what gamers want. No? Feel like we want something that that is like physical that actually will work when we push forward on the controller, go forward. No latency, no delays, no having to make sure you have good internet. You Gaming should not come to a point where you will have fun based on your internet. That, that's what I'm saying. Because that's what so, got Microsoft in trouble in the first place when they first came out with the Xbox One, always online and this and that, you know? So I, I personally would have to disagree with using PlayStation Now as an example. Uh, primarily for the reason that, yes, PlayStation Now was a definite failure, and uh, it definitely required the technology that what that didn't already exist. Because anybody that had a Wi-Fi connection was always stuck with 2.4. Five gigahertz was not readily available for everybody, and and most internet providers were not really forking out more than 50 megs at the high end. So I, I, I kind of feel like due to the technology being back then bad and using that as an example won't quite fit for being used now. Because I feel like things have been tested in beta by other companies. Um, there's this company, Shadow, that's been doing a beta trial for that they provide a service that uh, doesn't only give gaming, but gives you virtual computers across all your platforms, TV, mobile, tablet, whatever. You could have your rinky-dink uh, computer from like 30 years ago still work well with these things. And I, I think that's what X, uh, Xbox, Microsoft, and Google are kind of feeding off of from what they've kind of been able to achieve and kind of feed off of with that. And because they're bigger companies kind of beating them to it, to being able to give it to the country. Uh, to, to continue on from there. Uh, I do agree with Matt in a, in a way. Um, I think we're at the forefront of, of, the beginning of, of this tech of these, this streaming technology becoming like right now it's a, it's at its birth phase. So I, right now we're going to get a whole bunch of companies trying all these new things, try like, uh, to, to, to come from, from Utheo that one, the, the shadow company 
that uh, is going to give you uh, a full service so you can have uh, a strong internet connection so you can stream through different technologies um, so you can play all these games. I think right now time is going to tell where we go from streaming to console. Um, It's just, it's so early to tell where it's going to go because we're getting all of these different ideas coming at us to where I think right now we're going to have to see uh, where it's going to go. And I think consoles and physical games are still going to be around. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I I think for a few years, I mean, especially for a few, few more years until we finally figure out uh, which path we're going um, in the gaming world where uh, I think I, I feel streaming and the the whole like you can play from one um, television or one console or or one like kind of streaming device as an all in one is sooner or later gonna get there. I don't know if I like it because I, once again I do agree like I'm not big on the latency. Yeah. I'm of course more of a, phys- a physical like I like having my physical disc. Uh, of a game and to to actually have it like as a collection but it is kind of a dying we are kind of a dying breed everything needs Mm -hmm. to evolve and uh eventually you know something Mm -hmm. new has to come around i just think right now it's like very good if it helps at all with the latency question uh tests from shadow from uh being in place in California to their servers out in Minnesota, latency for the gaming was less than two milliseconds. See, that's also what I'm talking about. So shadow is sooner or later that the shadow company isn't going to be the only company like for, we're going to see more and more companies coming out. And then we're going to have to see which one lasts, which one becomes like the next Microsoft or the big, you know, the, the big company. So, I mean, I, th- I still think that's going to take a long time to see who who's going to last, like what companies still going to be able to do, you know, the, uh, still going to be giving their services and then who's going to die out. Uh, yeah. That's going to take a long time. So here's here's my take on it is I don't think consoles are going anywhere. Um, yeah. And here's the reason why is because at least a third of America does not have access to the high speed Internet that is going to be required to run these things. Google came out and said that it's going to take at least you're going to have to at least have the 25 megabits per second. Dio, you said what shadow is what, 50 megabits per second? 50. OK. And now, still on very much on the low end. end Google's that's like also said, basic pack. <laughs> Um, I mean, I I, I only have a 50 meg connection and I do fine. Yeah. But But still depending on how much they're going to offer that as a package. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is, is that um, with that, you know, they don't have access to high speed internet. Um, Like companies like there are some companies out there like Comcast, for instance, has a data cap limit before they start charging you. You know, Comcast or, or, is a terrible. Or throttling you, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you're going to be streaming all this content, which we know things have moved to Apple, you know, or Fire Sticks or whatever to stream all your movies, your TV shows, everything, you're going to have to add gaming into the mix right now. 
And we all know that the average game is a 60 gig install half the time on, on our consoles. If not more. Granted, yeah. those are on. They're going to be server based, but you're going to have to have all that data being transferred back and forth. Um, so you're going to have to have that piece of it. Um, yeah. So I think from a, an Internet perspective, we aren't Japan. If this was <laughs> Japan, we would absolutely be ready to go because that entire country is on fiber. Unless yeah. you're living out on the islands, you know, you know, right off the coast where you don't have access to it. But, you know, for the yeah. most part, you're going to have to have access to it. Now, here's the other thing. This is why I don't think consoles are, are going. Now, Microsoft may decide to get out of the console business and just start going to what Mo was talking about is like that games as a service where they're worrying about streaming, starting to partner more with Nintendo because let's face it. I mean, Nintendo right now with the Switch is it's super hot right now. And it is now the it is month after month now lately, especially since the holidays, it is outselling the PlayStation. But I mean, granted, Mm -hmm. the PlayStation already has an install base of 95 million. How many more can you sell in a month? You know, Um, but, you know, you're going to have Project X Cloud. You're going to have Stadia. We know Amazon is working on their own game streaming service. And it was announced today in a report that Walmart is talking, has been talking to developers and everything at the GDC about getting into game streaming as well. Um, now, we laugh at that, but Walmart's already got Voodoo, and that's been doing fairly well. Um, so it's not that hard to, to see them doing the leap um, from one to the next. But I think you're going to have such a convoluted game streaming environment that you know everyone's just going to want to go you know what let me just go back to the the tried and true whether that is nintendo with the mario games metroid zeldas or you go back to playstation with uncharted last of us horizon any one of those games and and i think i think it's wise that you know sony's kind of holding back on the ps5 a little bit and see what you know microsoft drops at e3 um but just having that many players in the, the game streaming era. And, you know, honestly, I'd have to agree with some pundits um, in terms of Google. And I'm going to, I'm going to say the same thing for Amazon too. If they go the same route as Google is that, you know, one of the big components of the announcement was that you can be watching a YouTube video, which Google owns YouTube. And in that moment, if you decide you want to try that game out, you can instance instantaneously start up the game. You know, per the mm-hmm. process. Okay, so I think more it's about for Google trying to stay dominant as YouTube being that go-to for gaming content, because right now they are losing ground at Twitch. Twitch is starting to finally gain a little bit of ground, which Amazon owns. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. can see Amazon trying to do the same thing. Where if you're going to try this game streaming thing, I could see them borrowing something from Google's playbook that says, "Hey, you're watching it, you know, this game right now. Hey, why don't you go give it a try?" Right. Um. So I think it's going to be convoluted because, I mean, honestly, think about this: when it comes to consoles, whenever we've had more than three players in the market, what's happened? They've all lost. Yeah, they've gone. They've lost. You know, and. You know, the Jaguar went the same way. Sega Saturn went the same way. Um, So I think you're going to have, I think the consoles, I think the big three, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, are still going to win out over the big tech companies of Google, Amazon, and and the bankroll that is Walmart. So I'm still going to have to disagree with you all. 
um, purely right. for purely for the topic of this to being the primary promise out of this streaming stuff is that the most up-to-date thing that you're really going to need is internet. You're not going to need the most top-of-the-line console. You're not going to need the newest console. You're not going to need the newest computer. You're not going to need the newest TV. So you're saving money. You're going to yeah. be able to afford that internet. That You're just going to plug in your Chromecast into your TV, and you're going to be able to launch in any game that you want. But the downside is, is that if you've got somebody else streaming in another room, how's that going to impact it? Um, you know, Google didn't even come out and say how they how they tested it with an Xbox One on the network, which eats bandwidth up like crazy. But is that on Google or any of them, or is it on the internet provider? And well, or or singularly on a on just the little Chromecast stick. We don't know yeah, for exactly. sure. It's true. I mean. I, you, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You said that you need only internet, but you need internet and the Chromecast, whatever it's called. No, so Not you a, only need. You only yeah, but that's Chromecast. a one-time purchase. Well, that's no, a one-time only, purchase. You don't need the newest one. You don't need to continuously upgrade whatever you currently have in order to run it. You just um, need to be able to run it. And but hold on, though. They're so running that's about only twenty to thirty bucks. On, it's only for yeah. viewing on TV to, that you have to have Chromecast. Everything else you can use. A, a Bluetooth control, like an actual controller. Yeah. Um, and, th- and that's fine. But I think when you look at, you know, how much, you know, even 100 megabits per second, um, you know, on a lot of areas, that's not even 100 megabits per second. That's like 30 or 40 megabits per second. So there's a lot of variables that I don't think they're taking into consideration as far as the overall status of the U.S. market in terms of Internet. I- I feel like we I feel like we all just assume that everyone like cell phones. We all just assume everyone has cell phones, but a lot of people do have cell phones, but they don't have the high they have, end cell phones. They have you know? flip phones. Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but phones and stuff like that. So not everyone will have the best internet. Me, prime example. Look look, look how shitty my Wi Fi is to where I have to resort to my phone to talk to <laughs> you all. What I'm saying is like I feel like that's a very mixed, um, not guaranteed to succeed area because you're basing your success on everyone having top of the line internet, which is not the case. That's that's just my yeah, but but, given, I, but I feel given like time given time, especially when these streaming services are coming out, that's my that's probably where we're going to be. You just mm-hmm. mentioned uh, cell phones, so now. All, anyone who wants to get a cheap cell phone, no matter what, it's going to be a smartphone. We're at that point now right. where we're no longer you, – when you mentioned flip phones, we're no longer at that point where like, oh, you've got a flip phone or – oh, but you've got a smartphone. Anyone – who yeah. has a phone today? It is a smartphone where you have access to the internet. We're so at that. We're no plan without that, data. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're past that point to where it's no matter what it's going to work with. So I think. I think it's now within, quality of service. I yeah, it's I think it's quality of service. I don't. So think I think that, so. I do agree with Theo. I think within time, I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to have to worry about that with the internet because I, 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 I don't. I don't think the debate. Further, I don't think the debate is whether or not this is going to be an instant success. I think it's more of a debate of whether or not it's a good idea to actually yeah. try within this country. I, I personally think it's a great idea to try. Mm-hmm. 
are well, we ready yeah. for it? I would absolutely agree. We're not ready for it. Well, you're There's in Denver. Nothing in the, so, <laughs> yeah, nothing in comes to Denver right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will be hit last snow. because I am in the center of the freaking country. <laughs> um, so, well, that's the thing. Like, Google has the money for this to fail. They tried the Google Glasses thing. That was okay. a failure. So even if, even if this fails, they will still be in the good because they have that much money. True, but once again, the Google Glasses technically There's, was a failure, but I mean, it, it, it was really a first failure, iteration. No, That's what I'm saying. It was a first iteration. Yeah, because they're, they're coming with, the going with the, yeah, the Google Glasses for yeah. their AR. Because, I mean, well, like, you got to learn from stuff. From a money perspective, oh. though, it was a failure. I mean, oh, from yeah, a dollar perspective, hitting the bottom line, it did fail. So but they were still ahead of their time for the technology. They didn't quite be – they were limited to the technology that they could create true. for their Google Glasses. Which so, now it is more – it's a, mo- a way more of a better investment, and especially with the application of AR, mm-hmm. I can see that working now. So yeah. let's move from failures to some successes. <laughs> um, no, so, we're all negative here. What are you talking about? Right? <laughs> um, so GameStop – or not GameSpot, uh, GameStop, but GameSpot, rather, um, put out an article um, over the last week about the 10-year anniversary some, for some really big games. You know, it's their birthday year. Um, let's look at the successes that are on this list that I would still play these games to this day and still yeah. do. So Street Fighter 4. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Here? Killzone 2. Yeah. 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 I would still play it. Really? Resident 10 years? Evil? Okay, yeah, it's been 10 years. So, oh. Resident Evil 5. Uh, no, because it's Resident no. Evil 5. Dude, no. it was actually, it wasn't bad. I didn't like the... No, the, they, the, they took, no, 5, they took away the speed controls that when they re when they reissued um, the game again, or like the remastered, they gave you the, the choice to run and slide. Five was uh, they went backwards on five for some of it, yeah, but it was still good. Okay, infamous. Oh hell yes, oh, yes, needs, please. Needs a comeback. Needs a remaster, comeback. remaster, remaster, <laughs> reboot. Okay, Arkham Asylum. Yes. Oh, absolutely, still playing. Okay. Um, Halo Three ODST. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'll play ah, that. Okay. Maybe yeah. Uncharted Two. Absolutely. I feel like these should all be launch titles for Google right now. (laughs) Okay. Um, Borderlands, the first one. Absolutely. Okay. I I didn't really get into it. How dare you? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) And then uh, you got Dragon Age Origins. Eh. Which... I really enjoyed it. It was a great game. Um, I, I, that was I when the game. I played it too. And but that was Bioware was being Bioware, though. It was. It it really was. Um, it was just like it was a different game for me. And then it, it pains me to have to say this title, Jerry. <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> oh my god. That's a really good game. That's not X2, though. That's not X2. No, that's what it was. It was X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's the game. So they used, like, the X2 logo. They used... It needs a comeback. It needs a reboot. I feel like that just decided the debate from last episode. Yes, there. (laughs) So... Yes! Now... Let's move... And then going from 10-year anniversaries to a game that took... What? 15 years... 
13. Mo? 13, 15? I don't know. At that point, you might as well just say two decades. Um, Teenager. So <laughs> there was some, some bit of news that came out, and uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is getting a critical mode, which um, for anybody that really needs to understand that, it is a you're going to get your butt kicked mode. Um, I mean, it's about time. That's what people want. So, yeah. Mo, first and foremost, after playing through the game, um, how do you feel about critical mode? Well, here's the thing. It's like we live in a day and age right now where back in the Kingdom Hearts 2 era, we all, a lot of people got their asses kicked left and right. But I feel like now, by the now that 3 is out and we all grown, like there's people out there that beat Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 on level 1 using only the Kingdom Key, which is the first Keyblade you get, a very basic Keyblade, like, and, get, and get no damage taken. Like, we have evolved as gamers to where we want a challenge. And I feel like with 3, everyone can agree that Kingdom Hearts 3 was too easy. And, I, and I'm like, I'm back, and forth, I'm back and forth on that because I died a lot towards the end. But I feel like it could have been a bit more challenging because compared to two and one, I got my ass kicked a lot more. Yeah. A lot more. So like, Jerry and Theo. Huh? Jerry and Theo, how far did you guys get? Because I know, I mean, Mo's done his complete yeah. beating of it. And well, yeah, but I'm sure reviewed. he's beat it three times by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. I'm at the the dark world. The the king king the kingdom blades uh the graveyard the keyblade mm. graveyard the kingdom blade so, <laughs> so <laughs> the keyblade be... graveyard so I'm I'm pretty close to finishing it um I'm going to finish it I still think it's a great game yeah but yes uh I mean I've so I've I have already... an interesting question okay for Mo and Jerry do you feel for KH three that in some points the space fights were harder than the fights with the Keyblade. The, the space? I, I, Are you I talking the gummy ship? The yeah, gummy the gummy ship. ship. Dude, yeah. the first game was like that too, though. Yeah. What? But, I mean, that that's kind of what I feel like is telling I, of I kind of feel the, like they down the need a little bit for in the, the critical game. mode because like it, like it, even the gummy ship fights were harder than some of the Keyblade, Keyblade fights. I had no issue, to be honest, with every boss I fought in space. I had because you can upgrade your gummy ship to be a beast, yeah. and also yeah. there's there's actually some after after game content with the gummy ship. I haven't done this yet, but there's some after content things you can do with the gummy ship that I've been told is a lot harder. So there's Probably. that too. Yeah. So from I'm gonna take this from me being the outside because honestly, I I played. I played it at E3. I it was gorgeous. I wasn't oh, impressed. I was not God. impressed at all. I had you fun. Had no, fun. I, had, I had fun, but I wasn't. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Mo. He's gone. Let's go. Um, no. So I think here's the thing for me is is that I didn't playing the demo. I didn't think it truly evolved the game enough. It was still that agree. same. That same mechanics and everything as one and two. Now that was just my personal opinion, but I think part of it had to do with the fact is, you know, I loved one. I loved what they were trying to do with it. Two, I could never really get into. 
It became a convoluted story across how many games, yeah. Mo? Okay. Yes, like, I totally okay. agree. I think it was like four, four of the games. Yeah. Split it's across. because one, it goes back and forth with the other games and the and the yeah uh, yeah the and then, games. And then it's fifteen. It's been almost fifteen years since two came out. So I mean, that's a See, huge this, this amount is, of time. This has been my problem with Square Enix. So mm-hmm. I loved the game. It is very beautiful and very. Uh, it's a very tight game. Yes, I agree. They could have. They could have put a, a little bit more imagination or or put some additional, I don't know, I, I, like mechanics in the fighting. I think they could have been a little bit more playful with that. I uh, thought they were two, really playful, though. But, but it's still within the same realm of one and two. They could have added something, I, I, don't, I don't know, uh, uh, something, something else. So, like, well, I, I mean, like, so you like within trying the to mechanics, say, like... like like to have a little bit more complexity, giving a little bit more out of the player for yeah, because, the mechanics. Because ultimately, the game is a button masher. You're, you're yeah, absolutely. So what I'm talking about is like maybe throwing, kind of like a God of War type of thing, giving us combos, combos and yeah. at maybe adding us to like wield two blades at the same time or a blade in you know, one of those specialty like items that we, we, so, uh, we could have had on top of that. that funny you bring that up, Jerry, is that for 15 years, I thought they should have made an evolutionary jump. Like, you know, Corey Barlog and team did from God of war three to God of war. Yes. You know, for how now, long that was, this is the problem. See, so continuing on the problem with square Enix. Um, I think they put way too much of their time in the, 13 14 15 16 final fantasies that really have done mediocre for the company Mm. with this whole time they could have been they they've been mediocre okay the final fantasy series has really started to die out other than maybe their online community but the like you don't hear anyone talking about them Story-wise, like, oh my gosh, 15 was my, like, the greatest story. No. It doesn't have that same... I will agree with you on 15. 15 It doesn't have that same reverence as, like, you would talk to someone about a 7, an 8, a 2, you know. I would go as far as 10. I think 10 was the last really fantastic Final Fantasy. Story that people talked about or spoke about that were that they everyone truly enjoyed. Personally, I loved 13 even though the the common argument for that was it was all linear until you get to Grand Pulse. Um I I love the game, I love the story, I love the characters, but I will have to say that 10 is probably the last just really yeah. good Final Fantasy they game. Put, um, they put way too much of their cards into those games and into that franchise where they could have put a little bit more into fun, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts, where I think they could have done a little bit more with their mechanics on fighting, and they could have chosen. They, they it wouldn't feel so late in the game with some of the worlds that they chose. Mm-hmm. Like you know, technically the the newer worlds. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Mo. Um, monsters. You know, we uh, uh, of course frozen, but but all of these movies came out a while ago. Where I think they should have brought in 
you know, something more fresh, something more new. And like, of course I would love to see like something Marvel esque or star Wars, you know, be playful with some of the new licenses. They did they Tron have. for crying out loud. Yeah. Why and can't that's they the do a Star I, Wars? That's the one right? thing I loved about two was like one, you had Final Fantasy characters in there, ones that we all loved. Two, you were going to like different, way different worlds that were kind of obscure, like Tron, which made the game and the story very interesting. Mm. And that was my problem with three was like, okay, I've I know what monster I know what to expect in Monsters Inc. We're going back to uh, oh. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, Frozen. I'm, I've seen that movie how many times because of so my I, nieces and nephews? Okay, it's don't I'm blame your nieces still, and nephews. Hey, I, don't I'm throw the blame You know you watch it. <laughs> I do watch it and I do own it. But I'm just saying, like, okay, I'm one of the millions of people. Like, okay, I'm kind of right. tired of the movie now. So yeah. I, we need so some. To, we needed something new. Okay, so to that point, Sven, um, let's let's Jeez. you know move away from that. Um, well, 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 I, I think just real quick, a, just real yeah. quick. So I hate to simplify what Jerry said, but just so I'm on the same page, basically your problem with Square Enix is that the focus was on more of the aesthetics and failed on improving the storyline or improving the mechanics, really well, improving the experience I, of the player I, rather than just somebody watching, right? Jerry, hold on. I want to ask, and I think that's kind of what he was pointing to, but yeah. to his point, though, with them taking so long and focusing on Final Fantasy is I could also make the same argument that Final Fantasy 13, 15 could have been hurt and not been a better game because they were focusing on the last 15 years they of constantly stopping. No, 13, they already weren't better. Game. They weren't great games. No, what I'm saying Clearly. is they could have been, they could have been better games. Had not all the resources been sucked up into constant redevelopment cycles on, on kingdom hearts. Because I mean, the director that for kingdom hearts three is now moving over to the final fantasy seven project, which has been rebooted. I don't know how many times. Yeah. So, I Which, think because the, they still they're still putting their focus on the Final Fantasy 13, 14, 15, 16. Scrap those projects because clearly they weren't making the money that they were. Yeah, I would 15, say back to ten. That, that got scrap it. Yeah. Look how much work they put into that game. But, and it, don't get me wrong, Final Fantasy 15 was a beautiful game, and yeah. seeing the bosses, all the everything, the mechanics, and the whole world looked amazing. But it was a to me, it was a waste. I'll play the pocket edition. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Because once again, it didn't do well. No one bought no. collector's editions. No one like it did okay, not do on. well. I do have the Final Fantasy 15 PS4 sitting on my desk. Yeah, but you got that at a at a discount. No, you. you I got it. Oh, he bought it straight up. I bought yeah, it straight, bought up. straight up. Three hundred yeah. bucks. But here's the thing, though. That's okay. because I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, though. You know. Yeah, so, but not to, not necessarily a loyal fan. More. You're a loyal fan, yeah. which is fine. But when, to your point really, with Disney, though, with Square Enix, and I don't know if Mo will agree with this or not, is you like. You have some of these older, you know, Tangled, right? Tangled is no longer relevant. No. Okay. Frozen, I can understand because Frozen 2 is coming out. Okay. Big Hero 6, I can understand that because that is still a big property for them. Um, I can understand Toy Story because Toy Story 4 is coming out. Um, but I think they would have been be- they would have benefited from having Aladdin. Yeah. An entire world for Aladdin. An entire world for Lion King. Um, you know, these properties that are getting ready to come out that 
honestly, this generation of millennials and kids hasn't seen them unless their parents have forced them to sit down and relive the parents' childhood. That would have been yeah, but, fine going going to more of a even classic titles because yeah. uh, we we even we didn't get a lot of classic titles from one and two. Totally agreed, but you know it's still within the realm of Disney to where they need like one. We didn't get a lot of Final Fantasy characters. We didn't get any Final Fantasy characters yep. in this in three. And it was advertised which, to have Sephiroth and Cloud in it, which, which was which sad. Up. So, and then still on top of that, with the new properties, so many people were excited for it because they were expecting to see some Marvel, some some Star Wars, where they have all of these resources to play with, and they didn't. They, I I feel like they were playing it safe. Me, let me chime in on that part. The whole adding new things, <clears throat> I feel like the new things that they did add, people just did not like with the attraction flows and the transforming keyblades. And in Pirates of the Caribbean world, like that's a, that that could be its own game where your ship is your weapon. Like I love that part <laughs> of the game. I love the transformations and 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 the uh, the rides. I thought those were I I think that's what saved the game actually. I think those were great additions. Oh, really? You know what? I will yeah. say this from I think from that playing the, the demo that, agree, that part of the of the of the uh, the mechanics and the fighting for me saved the game. Mm-hmm. It I kind of felt like your points were that it was too much on the aesthetics for purely that type of not uh, not necessarily it was it was mechanic. more the actual mechanics of the fighting because it's if you if you get all three games together it's kind of the same. You're still button mashing square or or triangle for uh, light and heavy. I would have liked to done. I would have liked to seen like a combo list, or like I keep I keep going towards like a Devil May Cry or a, or a mm-hmm. God of War where you can switch like we- weapons on the fly, but also have you know a combo list that you can have Sora, you know, doing some quick moves. So I, like I said, I think they played it safe. So with that, to Jerry's point, Mo. Since you're out of everybody, I mean, I haven't played it. Theo's kind of part of the way there. Jerry's probably three quarters of the way there. Um, After waiting almost 15 years, beating the game, kind of looking at how they may have played it safe, do you feel that it was worth the 15-year wait? When you look at the the entirety of the game, both from aesthetics, the world, and the combat. And... do you feel that they ended it like they should have, or do you feel like they kind of cliffhangered it like some people do? I feel like I over I overhyped the game for myself. I will admit that, and it 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 didn't hit my it didn't hit my goals all the way, but it still hit my goals. Like when Kingdom Hearts three is good, yeah. it is really good. Yeah. And when Kingdom Hearts 3 is bad, it's really bad. So it's a mixed bag for me, but it's still my I can only I can honestly say it's my favorite Kingdom Hearts game to date right now. I'll gladly mm-hmm. say that. When I first started playing it, like I, I will never forget that the tile screen alone made me cry. And towards the <laughs> end, like I I won't give any any spoilers, but I think you're actually close to my my favorite part of, of the game where a lot of the characters' issues are finally resolved. Like, they get a happy ending. And I was live-streaming my whole reaction to it, and I teared up. I loved it. I mean, I have my... It does have the most problems I have in the past Kingdom Hearts games, 
But I, I will definitely say that the whole experience as a whole, yes, it lived up to my ex expectations. It was worth the wait, yeah. Because the thing is, I know now they're going to have DLC, like you mentioned, critical mode, more player content, maybe multiplayer. You don't know. Because this is before... Kingdom Hearts 2 is good, but that's because we have the final mix version. So imagine how much better Kingdom Hearts 3 will be with the final mix version years down the road with DLC. Now, as far as, far as the ending goes, um, I, I mean, I didn't mind it. I mean, everyone got, got a happy ending except for Sora, but I kind of expected it. I'm just like, hmm, this is going to be like the ending to the Dark Seeker saga. Sora might die. Or something might happen to Sora that will lead to the next game. And they're already teasing what the plot, what the saga for the next games will be. The Dia the, uh, the uh, Foreteller saga or the Dark Box or, or or the Black Box saga, which so, I'm excited for. So basically so, uh, they didn't really quote really end it like they were saying they were. They no, were, there were already rumors. There were rumors the first week because people were finishing the game saying that there is most likely gonna be at least a fourth game. Oh, they're, yeah, they're guaranteed to have that. But it's like they ended the Dark Seeker saga. Xehanort's story is done. What happened in Kingdom Hearts 1 oh, has been God. concluded. Good, because it, it – okay, good, because it is <laughs> so convoluted. But it, then that's the thing is like Tetsuya Nomura is like he – even he knows he's done. He's, he's going to wrap up the Dark Seeker saga, and he's slowly sneaking in the next saga. And when you realize this, you're like, I'm just, I'm just like – you crafty. That's so clever. But oh, yeah, give it, next time we'll give it another 15 years and you'll have that. <laughs> right. Oh, my like, God. It's going to be the Dark Box saga or the Foreteller saga. So I'm mm. looking forward to regardless. But I'm pretty hyped for it. So, Mo, since, uh, you know, you've you've got your your YouTube channel and stuff like that, that you've done the, your review for it. Um, before we kind of close out for the evening, why don't you tell people, you know, where they can find you? Um, because, you know, on the test episode, we were kind of, everybody was on that thing. So it was kind of <laughs> hard to keep that going. So why don't yeah. you let everybody know where they can find you at on uh, social media and everything. I will definitely do that, my friend. You catch me on official mode chocolate on YouTube where I, where I review movies and video games. And I will announce it here. Just Dance content is coming back. All right. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't told anyone this. This is a Crashing Game Night podcast exclusive announcement. Just Dance content is coming back. Are you Gary, breaking out the tap shoes? Can't wait. Are you breaking out the tap shoes? I will I will do tap dance lessons as well. Yes. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> I'm awesome. I review I do chocolate reviews. I do moments. <laughs> and on top of that, I have my Instagram, Mo Chocolate9K, where I post game pictures and sketches and the occasional ass shots because I worship the booty. Don't at me. <laughs> 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 and I, I love have it. My yeah. Twitter is right now currently still trying to get back. It's my original is Mo Chocolate Twenty Six, but my backup Twitter is Mo just is simply Mo Chocolate. But when I whenever I get my original back, I will let everybody know. Somehow, someone somebody hacked me in my original Twitter, and I still can't get access to it. So oh. I'll get it. 
And then I have my Snapchat, ManyBoy23, where <laughs> honestly I don't post as much anymore because my life is boring now in Ohio. But you can follow me on <laughs> Night. Well, <laughs> Mo, it wouldn't be as boring if you just come join us at E3. Oh, just my saying. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, definitely, though, Mo, I want to thank you for, for coming on tonight, especially I know it's it's a little bit late for you at the house and whatnot. Um, but I definitely want to I definitely want to thank everybody else uh, who crashed game night with us tonight. Uh, if you like what you heard, please absolutely let us know. Don't forget to follow the podcast on podcast platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes and Google Play, as well as don't forget to follow us on our new crashing game night channel on Apple News. I want to say everyone be excellent to Apple. each other and stay frosty. Be yourself, nerds. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye. All right, I'm starting Bill and Ted right now. You better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good night, everybody.